Right. Hello. Don't be deceived, you are listening to Charlton's Do Disney, even though we have a slightly different intro now. Season two. It is season two. It's been like nearly two months since we last did this. So kind of feeling a bit rusty, so please do bear with us. Um, But we've been having a think about how we want to move forward and how we want to take this podcast. We're going to do it slightly differently now, I think. We're going to be um, a bit more us and a bit less like fitting the Disney mold for most. Well, let's be honest, we've never fit the Disney mold, you know, on a, on a personal not, level. You know what I mean, though? is There's that whole thing where you have to, like, be, just mind your P's and Q's and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to just be us. Sure. Talk how we talk. Sure. About things that we talk about in our own way. Yeah. And that's it. Which means... I mean, we have opinions, and we're just going to be frank, yeah? I'll be frank. Okay. I'll just, I'm just going to be Hannah. All right. I'll but, get confused otherwise. <laughs> so there, there may be um, a little bit of potty mouthing. But let's be fair, that's all going to come from you, right? Mostly. Yeah. It's, it's really hard for me to not, like, swear. Well, struggle in, in, in general life, to be honest. And oh, look, we've never ever kind of said, hey, we're the family friendly Disney podcast. But that's we're... what you do, right? So, so the warning now, season two, is if you have small children or you're easily offended, probably just go and re listen to season one. <laughs> look, that's it. It's not going to be that bad. All we're saying is this is just going to be more us, yeah? Yeah. And we're nice people. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. I'd say so. Yeah. So there. So yeah, so season two. Same same stuff. Same like format. Same format, same kind of conversations, uh same humour, hopefully. Uh but same... just not filtered. Yeah, sure. You but know. not deliberately. That's the thing, right? It's not we're not it's not deliberately it's not a shock thing. It's oh, just Oh gosh, no. It's, it's just us being natural rather than trying to not say things and speak in a very Disney way. You are you are not good at holding your tongue. To be honest, I am surprised you got through the entire of season one without slipping up. I know, I know. Hats off to you, you did rather well. I know, but we did edit some stuff. We did, we did edit a couple yeah. of minutes, but there you go. We're saving ourselves a job now. So what are we doing? Anyway, okay. like, they've got that, we've got the picture, what are we doing? So season two, um, I have been working on this for a while because I've had the time and I actually have a good chunk of episodes and topics prepared to talk about. Now, if you remember at the end of season one, we did have a couple of episodes where we talked about, um, we did Hollywood Studios, which I think was the last episode we did. Mm. We also did one about, was it Epcot? So we are going to have coming up in the future an episode about Animal Kingdom and of course going to have an episode about Magic Kingdom. Uh, that one's going to be a long one, I would imagine. There's so much I want to say about that place. Um, but other than that, we've got some other interesting topics coming up. And thank you to everybody that contributed on Instagram because because of you, I now have this massive long list. So there's going to be Disney Dining Plan. There's going to be an update on DVC stuff. Um, there's just a whole bunch of stuff to come. Today, however, uh, in a little while, we're going to talk about a lottery win Disney. So basically... If we won the lottery, would that change the way we did Disney? What kind of things would we be spending our money on and how we'd feel about it? Before we get there, though, um, it's probably worth doing a little bit of an update on where we are with this year's trip because we actually have made some progress since the last podcast. 
about time. It is about time, really. I mean, we are nearly, we're almost at the 200-day mark to our trip, which I'm very happy about. I really like the last 100 days before we go. I like that countdown. I've often done countdowns on, on Instagram before the trip. Um, so 200 days is kind of like a 100 days before the 100 days for me. I don't get it. I, I know just you don't get it. get it. I don't get it. It hurts my brain. <laughs> it's the same way I don't understand why people like travel days. It's like boring as... Why you, mean, be- you mean travel day vlogs? Like vlogging. I don't get it. I don't get why they are always the most popular videos in anyone's like vlog series. People in their car, driving to the airport, sitting at the airport, eating breakfast at the airport, <laughs> and then sitting on a plane. It's like the shittiest part of the holidays, sitting on a plane for eight hours... I mean, it's if you're travelling from the UK, right? And, and yet, that's the video that everyone watches. I love them. Oh, I don't get it. They I are my favourite. I, I, I think... Well, there's two reasons why the Travel Day vlogs get the most views, right? The first one is, when you're looking for a new vlog series to watch and a new, new kind of YouTube channel for that kind of thing, you start with the Travel Day. You want to get a sense of how these people are, what their vlogging skills are like, whether they're watchable, whether, whether they're relatable... They may have screamy kids. Some people with screamy kids make excellent vlogs. I, I do have it. to point that out. I won't watch it. Um, I know you won't watch it. I do. I probably watch a lot more of these things than you like, do. We are just a couple of years from Kai joining the military. <laughs> I, I, out, out, out of his choice. Out of choice. Not because we're just packing them off. No. <laughs> so like, I do not need to take on board other people's screamy kids. Like other people's kids, fantastic. If they're screaming, not watching. I think m- most people aren't going to make a vlog about their children screaming, even if they I are. You'd be surprised. You they're don't have there. to endure them. They're, they're all over the YouTube. <laughs> you do have to endure them on the plane occasionally, and that's interesting. I feel I feel bad for those parents. It must be really really difficult. Because you go and hold. No, my gosh! Well, they, not... have, they They put dogs and cats somewhere. These are children. These are human beings. The dogs and cats survive, right? The, the... I love my dog. Yeah, but actually, I don't think you, given the choice, would allow your dog to be put in the hole for any journey. No, I'd buy him a seat. You would buy him a seat. Full on seat. Yeah. And so don't this. you dare criticise people with their kids. Well, having a hard time. Anyway. Well, we, anyway, we, yeah. We, I was, topic. What were we talking yeah, about? Yeah, well, well, I was just going to say. Go on, travel day vlogs. First off, you watch it to get a feel for someone. And nine times out of ten, you probably don't get a feel for that channel and you move on to the next one. That's kind of why they have a lot of views. And the second thing is, if you're like me, you just love watching a travel day vlog because it captures that feeling, that excitement and anticipation. And I love, and I know you hate this phrase, pre-travel travel day. Pre-travel travel day is a thing. It's more of a thing here in the UK because we have a long haul flight that goes early in the morning. And so we have to travel down to our our major airports the night before. And it's just a magical magical day yes it might be spent sleeping in a tiny hotel room in a travel lodge or a premier inn that's literally the size of a cardboard box but it's just tingling with excitement no, it's and anticipation well, is they show videos of packing their suitcases right i don't care about people's pants or their swimwear or what <laughs> they're wearing on their holiday and the worst thing is there's that what's that woman that decided to put everything in a little box that's been really popular this past couple of years. Oh, that right. Marie Con- Marie Kondo. Right. So she's like the new feng shui, right? Well, yeah, you know, I'll let you have that, yeah. Everyone had to have their sofa pointing, I don't know, north or wherever it was, right, and their, their table somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And this woman comes along and says, you've got to put everything in a box. Like, how <laughs> is that a new thing? 
Uh, I've always had have drawers. You, have you seen my t-shirt drawer? Because it's really Marie Kondo. But I don't get it. Right? And so then when people go to Disney and they film packing their shit into a suitcase. I really wanted to do a pack right? with me vlog with you and, and you wouldn't do it. For this reason, <sighs> right? No one wants to see it. Right? It's ridiculous. And then, right, travel day, bad enough. A pre-travel travel day. What is that? It's it a doesn't thing. exist. It does, it's just a day. It's a thing. It's just a day. Right? A pre-travel travel day is just a day when you haven't travelled. I guess. It's pre-travel. Travel. It's just a day. Right. In 204 days from today, we will be having our pre-travel travel day. Where we're not travelling. And I guarantee you, you'll be driving down the motorway to Gatwick. Three and a half hours to Gatwick. Biggest smile on your face. And I will document it I'll be happy. on Instagram. No one wants to watch a vlog where I'm just sat in my car smiling. If they do, I'll go out to my car now and film me just smiling, right? If that's going to bring me in some money on YouTube, <laughs> and that's the thing, I'll do it now. At the very least, we'll put it on Instagram. And if anybody does want to see Scott sat in his car smiling, please do let me know because I will film it and I will put it on Instagram. I'm not doing it now because I'm wearing PJs and I'm not wearing any pants. It's also the evening. It's dark. I wouldn't be able to get a decent picture. No. Um, all that aside, what we, we, ha- what we, we, we have you gone past this travel day nonsense now? Uh, yeah, moving on from travel day. Uh, until our actual trip that we will be taking in 205 days, um, we have now booked the first two nights of our trip. If you did listen to our podcast back in, I think it was October, and we were trying to decide where we were going to book these extra couple of nights because we didn't have enough DVC points. That was a long podcast. It was a long podcast. If you made it to the end of that episode, I salute you. If you didn't lose the will to live during that podcast. I almost lost the will to live recording that podcast. But it's got to be done. Yeah, and we have now booked it. So, drum roll. Um, It wasn't a drum roll. It was a drum roll. Banging the the sofa. All right, just Um, ruin the magic. We are doing just... Well, we're doing two nights at Lowe's Royal Pacific, club level. And because... um, We've already got our annual passes from last year at Universal, so they're still valid. Yeah. Um, for the first couple of weeks of our holiday, so that's first fine. Couple, we are on holiday for couple. <coughs> they're valid for the first half of our holiday. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously staying at one of the three, like better main hotels. Like, yeah, main hotels. Mm-hmm. So better. How do they tier it? They don't have like deluxe, moderate, and I can't remember. Whatever the other one is. I feel like that's something I I knew. And but anyway, out, out of Hard Rock. Lodge Pacific and... Portofino. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, then, yeah, so we're going back. We said at Lodge Royal Pacific before. Um, uh, that was in 2017. Yeah. Um, we stayed, like last year, we stayed club level at Hard Rock for a couple of nights because it was a good deal. Um, the the club level lounge there is a bit spingy. It's cool. The people are excellent and the service is awesome. But the, uh, the club level like lounge canteen, there felt like... Like a kind of college sixth form common room. It's like a staff room. Yeah, it was like, kind, it's of, that kind of. It was a bit yeah. shitty, but but loads of stuff. It looks pretty cool. But we're doing that because, um, like by the time you've messed around with like buying food for a few days and drinks and like the happy hour stuff and also the advantage of getting because because we're going at the first part of our holiday this time. It's in August. Yeah. Um. So Universal is going to be a little bit busy. Normally we go at the end. Yeah. Which is in September, so it's quieter. Definitely quieter then. So staying at one of the top three hotels, you get the, I always call it the maxi pass, which is those, like, sounds like those pads that women... Uh, like a sanitary pad? Piss themselves. Different thing. But the, it's not, what is it? Express pass. Express pass. Um, You get, obviously, you jump the queue. You just, off you go, job done. 
it's one of those stupid things as well where when you've had it once you'd miss it's it it's really it. hard not to have it again and so we we've had that for the last two times we've we've gone to universal we've stayed at one of those resorts and um it's kind of hard to give up and and it's sometimes when it's quiet you think oh you know didn't really need it but well, it's we still... definitely didn't need it last but, year with the hurricane that's for sure no but going in you know it was still going to be the back end of august when we go there then it will probably be necessary but it just means yeah you don't have to worry about that and but the cost of food though um staying at club level breakfast snacks and evening food it, it's and a two-hour happy hour and a two do you know what i can drink a lot in two hours yeah sure and it's like it's like all the beers red wine i can have mimosas there's mimosas yeah. with like the strawberries in they were good oh, didn't have that they were real nice but yeah so do you know what it's worth the extra and it's not that much extra when you take into account food drinks the that express pass for three people because the express pass is what like a like hundred dollars a day or something uh, yeah like 90 something like that yeah right. it's, it's expensive lot. plus it taxes expensive. Or so. sure yeah so that's what we're doing yeah. We we did look so we we stayed at Port of uh, so Lowes Rock Pacific before and we stayed at Hard Rock. Yeah. So we were looking to go for the whole like trifecta and do at Portofino Box Bay. Box Portofino as well, and we really wanted we wanted to stay there. We wanted to be able to say we've done all three. I'll tell you what I like. So I, I like I like, I quite like the Italian styling. Yeah. Right? As it goes, right? I don't normally some of the go outdoor th- areas kind of by the waterways and when you catch the boat that's all really lovely there and i'll tell you what i do like uh-huh you you know i like this i like a bit of the old indoors outdoors outdoors yeah. indoors do they have that there i don't remember seeing that inside the hotel uh-huh they've got it so it's like that oh, they do it's like, like you're in an outside italian like back street yes. but you are inside the hotel i do i thought you were going to say you liked the evening operatic performances on the balcony no i no. want to see some dude mm, they do do that every night, thing. though. Yeah, not until that. Um, it just reminds you to go compare, advert, you know? Go compare. No, I can't hear opera anymore. Let him go compare. <laughs> not that I, I heard a lot of opera before, but... You know. <laughs> Is that your only frame of reference for opera? Go compare. Go compare. Yeah. That's going to be lost on any American listeners. It's like a fat Tim Tracker. What? Well, he's got the tash, doesn't he? Yeah, but his tash is, like, wavy. I know, but if Tim put the effort in, he could have had that. With some crimpers, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so it has that. So I kind of like that. But we watched some videos, right? Uh-huh. And the Italian theming, rubbish. Oh, no, it's just... No, it is. I think the correct phrase... It's crap. It's <laughs> rubbish. Right? I was going for poorly executed. Uh, I'll tell you why it's rubbish, right? And, and I, I'm not saying the hotel's bad. And people that have stayed there and loved it, I'm not knocking that, and I'm sure it's lovely. But... When you look at like the theming at Epcot in Italy, yeah, and it's actual, you know, not carved stone but cast stone or or fiberglass or whatever. It it's, looks it's, real. It's tangible and it looks real. Mm-hmm. Right? But a lot of the stuff at um, Portofino Bay is like paint effects. Like Painted a lot, lot of the stonework yeah. is like the, the the stonework and the shadow effects and stuff are, are done by paint rather than actual mouldings or. Which looks nice at a distance. And you get it does close. look really nice at distance when you get up close and you see that it's just a two D paint oh, effect. It's so cheap. Uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I was just feeling like if it disappointed me on a YouTube video, probably would feel disappointed. Yeah. In real life, and and just for us, details are really important. Well, That's think, just us. We really like the details. I think you can't you can't go like into like Harry Potter and Universal, Diagon Alley and, and whatnot. And then go back to your hotel. That's a paint effect. No, no, I agree. 
So we didn't book it. Well, so we're back at, uh, at Lowe's Royal Pacific. But do you know what I don't like at Lowe's? I don't like the frogs on the bridge. Why don't you like the frogs? They're cute. I don't get it. They're cute and they're saying, welcome. But I don't welcome get... Welcome to this wonderful hotel. When have you seen in, in, the, in the Pacific Islands... A frog. I've never been to the Pacific Islands. Well, I've never seen a frog. I tell you what I don't like at Lowe's Royal Pacific. Okay. And I feel like this is probably never to be repeated. And it's like when you get in the elevator and there's beer everywhere. But do you know why? <laughs> that was a one-off incident. That was to a be one-off. fair, when we checked in, uh, when we stayed there before, we got our luggage and we got ready to go up to our room. And as we walked into the lift, uh, someone had just sprayed beer all over the inside Probably of the not lift. deliberate. I don't think it was deliberate, but it was... I mean, the first thing that hit me when we got in there was the smell. And then as we looked around, we realised all the walls were just soaking wet. It, I think someone just must have dropped, like, a few cans of beer. Or a keg. Yeah. Something sprayed. It, like was, it, was, it was wall, ceiling, floor. It was crazy. Yeah. And we did go back down to the desk and tell them about it, and they dealt with it really quickly. But that's, that's literally the only complaint I had about staying there the whole time. Remember when you got bitten? <laughs> oh, please and, like, don't tell this story. You made an absolute drama out of getting bitten like, by a mosquito. <laughs> right? And you had to get like this security paramedic dude to come over in his little short look, shorts. Look, I thought, I thought my leg was turning green. And I know that sounds stupidly dramatic, but actually... I just, thought my leg was turning you green. You had just been... And I was really worried. I did not want to have to go and pay for medical attention And this in poor, like, dude came over, like, late at night. <laughs> it was, like, right? 11 o'clock at night. Like, con- went to concierge say, look, we need help. So this, this guy, security stroke paramedic guy, came over, really tight shorts. He did have really tight like, shorts Really on. tight shorts. <laughs> like, what was that about? I don't But anyway, know. he came over and it looked at your leg. It's like, yeah, you've been bit by a mosquito. Just you know, we kind of worked that out. Yeah. And that was it. And then you went to sleep, woke up in the morning, and you were still alive. <laughs> I was so panicking. I really thought I thought something really bad had happened to me. Well, you, you, it did. You had a man in very tight shorts <laughs> come into our hotel room. I've never had that, and I never want that again. Oh, oh hopefully it won't happen this time. I I have every reason to believe we will be just as happy yeah. this time around. Yeah. I'm really pleased we've booked it. I'm really looking forward to it. Whole trip's now complete now. Two nights there, followed by 15 nights at Copper Creek. We've still got more stuff to book. Like, we've got we Keys got, to the Kingdom. We want to book Keys to the Kingdom this year. We've um, got the DVC um, thingy. What's the... What's it called? What's the... What? Soaring. Oh, yeah. So there's this, like, tour you can do if you're a DVC member, apparently, where you can go it's in... Free. It's totally free. You just have to book on in time, and you can go and have, like, a behind-the-scenes tour of Soaring before the park opens. Yep. And I think you get to go on it, too. So, um, yeah, we definitely need to look that up. As long as you don't go on the bottom and see... I hate seeing old ladies' feet. I know we talked about this before, but I hate it. I've thought about it a lot since. Well, I would assume on the tour there's limited spaces and everybody gets to sit on the top row. I want to go on the top row. Yeah, top row's the best. But you can probably get, ask you probably for just the top get thrown row. in with like normal people, right? I don't know. You won't get you won't get a ride to yourself. Well, like kind a tour. Of takes away from the feeling of exclusivity. Oh, anyway, that's we what want we're to doing. do that. Um, so And I want to do, do you know what I want to do um behind the seeds. You want to do behind the seeds. I can imagine Kai so won't that. want to do that with I could us. just do it on my own. You could do it on your own. I mean, maybe that's up for discussion at a later date. Right, Kai won't do it. But either way, there's loads of things to book. Next month we have our ADR day as well, so we get to book all of our restaurants, and I'm already thinking about that. Homecoming! 
need to go back to homecoming. If I don't have that pecan pie at least once, I may have to have it twice. I may have to sneak back and just buy the pie and get it to go. Um, But yeah, there's there's lots to do still. Right, so come on, moving on. Moving on. um, Should we just get into it? Actually, before we get into it, because this is season two, because this is something different, I've asked people to submit some non-Disney questions. But sometimes they might be Disney questions. But sometimes they might be Disney questions. So in that respect... We need, a, we need a, like a jingle, like a thing, to like to let people know we're in this zone. Okay, so we can announce it with its title and then insert the jingle. Well, I tell, I've got a plan. Okay. Right? I'll announce it mm-hmm. and then I'll have a little bit of tunage going on okay. for that section and if people will know. And then when it stops, they'll know... It's done. We're moving on. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do it. I'll, it. Let you, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take it away. I'll put on a, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Yeah. I'm pointing to it on the screen. You're just killing the magic. But Ready? let's go. Let's Ready? go. Yes. Ask us anything. Okay. I'm impressed. I'm it's impressed. Yeah. Well done. Okay. So I did ask people on Instagram to literally ask us anything. In particularly non-Disney stuff. But you know, if the odd Disney thing sneaks in there, that's fine. However... This week, we have a non-Disney question, and actually a couple of people asked this, and they wanted to know what sort of things we are watching on kind of Netflix and streaming services, anything good that we kind of want to recommend and pass on at the moment. And we watch a lot of TV, so um, you watch, this is watch, a good question. You watch a lot of TV. I watch more than you. Yeah, I don't watch much TV. I, I kind of put the TV on in the background while I'm doing chores. I can tell you what's rubbish. Tell me what's rubbish. Right. Hannah was rubbish. Got to episode five. Oh, on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, got to episode five, and just teenagers hanging out is not what I signed up for. No, Rubbish. It, 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 it was full of such promise. The movie, it's if you've the seen slowest. the movie, Hannah, the movie was really good. It's the slowest thing I've ever seen. The, yeah, the it's TV so series slow. was too slow. So, Hannah, rubbish. What was the other thing with um, Thingy from like uh, Battlestar Galactica? I forget what it's called. I think that was called Another Life on Netflix. Oh, my life. That, like, that was two hours I'll never get back. Like, like, it's meant to be a military mission to another, like, planet. Yeah. Right? But instead of it being military personnel on board, it's just a bunch of students. Yes. Right? That's that's the only way I can With I can a really bad attitude problem. Yeah, really bad <laughs> attitude problem. No discipline. They've no. obviously had everything handed to them on a plate prior to this point. No respect for authority. No um, and and I just felt the pain of the main character because the main character I guess is our age and she's trying military. to organise this bunch of like young ragtag kind of students and no one's listening to her and she's just having to clear up their mess every time and that was just in the first two episodes so no impossible to watch so yeah and, uh, and we do shame. like a sci-fi and that was that was kind of sad yeah. talking of sci-fi we started on Picard the other day Picard, one episode in one episode in very promising so far think we need to give a few more episodes before we kind of bring full judgment on that one but we're big star trek fans so we're likely to enjoy it i'd like to see him in a wig because you know what? i've never seen never seen him with hair i've never seen him with hair okay okay so I if, want to see him with if a wig. patrick stewart had hair what haircut would he have an afro <laughs> he would not have an afro you mean like a bob ross afro yeah full on like full on like that i can see no so what would he have i don't know but i'd like to see him with like hair and a beard yeah that would be so cool. They should do that. They should beard him up. Uh, yeah, if he did that, though, no one would recognise him. Yeah. But the man is so recognisable by the fact that he just has no hair. 
Um, but it's really good. It was really good. I'm, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the so rest of that. So holding out for that. Um, what else was cool? So the second series of John, Jack, Ryan. Jack Ryan. John yeah, wasn't in was it. Good. All of this Jack is Amazon was. Prime so far. Yeah. But yeah, that was really good. It was a slow start at the beginning and I was kind of thinking, this is not good. It's got... And they got really, really good. Numi Arapace in it. Yeah. Said it right. You did. Um, and then on Netflix, there's been a few things lately. One thing you didn't watch with me, I just binged all of season one and two of You. Oh, shit. After you it was recommended to me no. by Girls at Work and it... Is I've walked. Awesome. Right, you've been watching it in the kitchen, right? And I yes. walked into the kitchen to just I don't get a drink or stuff, and it's been on. And the dude just talks to him. It's it's he kind of like, self narrates most the thing. of the yeah. that most of the, the you thing get his inner monologue. is just his monologue. Yes. In this really boring voice, it just it's ridiculous. This, the, the show was not made for you. It, it sounds great. Um, it's awesome. I really liked it's it. Worse I can't what was that other nonsense you watched like like last year with a they did like some dancing or something. Some dancing, or whatever. Are you talking about Glow? I'm a big fan of Glow on yeah, Netflix with the the wrestling. I love that show. Is that what it was? Wrestling was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and certainly eighties too. It's kind of cool. Um, we watched um, Messiah just after Christmas. No, that was really really well, good. Uh, it was good. It was good. Up until don't give anything away. Oh. Well, they've asked a question. Yeah, but they're asking for recommendations, I... and it's not a recommendation if you ruin it. It was it was good, but it should have been wrapped up in one season. The fact that there's a second season makes it just, kind of confusing. Well, it's not confusing, but it it's was like, really good. It's like you've done, you've done the whole like, like suspense thing. Uh -huh. Just answer the question, and it's like no, more money in it. It was good. I think I think it's going to be good for a second season too. So I tell you what has been good. Right, my two favorite things. Okay. Two favorite things. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was. Epic. And the last Amazing. episode of the season was crazy good. Yes. Crazy good. Yes, I am so excited for where that's going to go. It means I'm so excited for, for what else Disney are going to do. Although, I don't know if you know this actually, but you know they were going to be doing an Obi-Wan series for Disney Plus? Yeah. That has been put on hold. Really? But I thought yes. like, Ewan McGregor was like, you know, practicing his acting because it's been a bit crap. <laughs> um, and. <laughs> You know, has grown his beard and like done some. Yeah, training. No, it's on hold. I don't know for how long. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's not happening straight away. Sadly. Um, they've got to get that. I don't know what's his name. Titi Wakaka. What? Titi. Oh gosh, this is really embarrassing because I can't T pronounce the name. Was it? What is it? Called. Taika Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> right, to do. Um, to do one, you said? Well, there's talk that because he did, um, I think he did two episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and directing. And I think on the back of the success that, that there's been with that, they're considering giving him a movie, which they absolutely should do because yep. the man saved Thor and, and possibly made one of the best Avengers movies of all yeah, with that, um, that, that was the Thor best, Ragnarok. That Thor Ragnarok was the best Marvel movie yeah it was it was epic and you know obviously I'm a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan and it was as good and in some, as God. some parts possibly better I would like to see him do stuff with Guardians maybe that'll happen anyway um, and lastly I know exactly what you're gonna say for our last recommendation The Witcher The Witcher uh, uh, <laughs> Which you'll only get if you've seen it or played the game. Mm. 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 Mine is really bad. That's because you're a woman. 
at this. This is true. I am. Um, but yeah, The Witch was awesome. I I found it hard going. Uh, I won't lie. For the first few episodes, but it kind of so- had really exciting storylines. But it was, it's kind of confusing at first until you get on top of everything and then it's just epic. Until you work out that they are jumping backwards and forwards in time. Yeah. Where everyone is in the same clothes, look has the same hair. They don't age. They don't age. Even though that there may be 30 years difference in the scenes that you're watching. Yeah. Everything is the same. Um it, it will take you some time to work out that has happened. I feel like if they just established that in the beginning and you had the right expectations... Well, they need to put, like, like you know, in the context of the show, present day or 30 years earlier or whatever, five years earlier. But what they do is you've got no clue. You've yeah. got no clue what's no, going on. No, you No idea. Um, so it's all over the place. Um, I think they're going to sort that out for season two. But if you can get your head around the random time jumps, it... It's shit hot. It's so good. Oh, it was amazing. It's so good. I honestly, I cannot wait to see more. And it's it's Henry's best work. Yes, it is better like, than Superman. Well, that's rubbish. And <laughs> I, I did kind of like him in Mission Impossible. Yeah, he was. But what, good what else was he in the other day that I saw? And that was rubbish. Uh, uh, not the Saint. Some other like reboot of some. Well, I think it was the Saint, wasn't it? No, it wasn't the Saint. Oh. Uh. It was some nonsense. Some some sixties series Reboot. made into a, a movie. Yeah, I can't no, remember. No. We literally watched it for about three it was, minutes. It was poop. But anyway, The Witcher. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to start it again. I'm pretty like, sure. You know what? I'm pretty sure it's already been commissioned for a third season. Yeah, it, it's awesome. It's like, it's it's in it's. I was going to say it's like kind of like Game of Thrones. It isn't like Game of Thrones at all. Actually, no, it's not. Um, it's modern dialogue, pretty much. Yes quite fast pace uh, and it's just not all the nonsense um in as like the game of thrones still a lot of boob was there what, way less than game of thrones there was two what i think what I, they I, did they condensed the boob so in game of thrones okay like every maybe other episode there would be boob i know that we said this was gonna be unfiltered well no i'm just letting people know right but in the witcher <laughs> there was two specific scenes where there was probably more boob than necessary. But to be fair, Henry Cavill's boob was also present. But you know, so it was kind of fair. But they, it was, yeah. Anyway, it's really good. Watch The Witcher. Yeah, regardless of any boob. Happening. And the music's really good. And no doubt, when you go on YouTube as well, that, that there's so many different remade versions of the kind of the main song from the Bard. Even, even if you haven't watched it, you will have heard the music by now. Surely, it's yeah. that that viral on the internet. So yeah, yeah. that's what we've been watching. That's our recommendation. So that is our non No, 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 I had a question. You did have a question. So our our email, our Charlton's Do Disney email Mm -hmm. is like, and brace yourself because it's a complicated one. Get yourself a pen, get your phone out, open up your notes app. It is email at charltonsdodisney.com. Do you want to say it again? Email at charltonsdodisney.com guess what What? I've had one email one email and you know what it pisses me off because they know I'm not on social media I know right if they want to get in touch with me and have a chat because I've invited them round and that's the annoying thing I know they know I've invited them round I know for pizza and a beer we could stick the telly on whatever they want to do get guitars out and a bit of jam yeah but they've not even bothered right except Tim (laughs) Yes, Tim has emailed you. Tim emailed, and his question. Yes. I've kind of forgotten it, but I'll tell you what the rough gist I n- was. I don't remember what the question right. was, and I didn't even get the email. So it was about beards. It was about your beard. It, right. Well, no, no, it wasn't about my beard. It was about beards. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Because his lady... Yes. I think it's his wife. I think it's his wife married? too. Yes, I think he's married. Yeah. Might be his mistress. Right, stop right there. It was his wife. Right. Carry on. Sorry, Mrs. Tim. Probably, <laughs> I'm guessing. Oh, man. Anyway, um, he, she doesn't like beards. Uh-huh. Or she didn't like his beard, or he wanted a beard. Something along those lines. Was he basically looking for affirmation so that he could grow a beard of his own? Well, no. So essentially, so it, the the question was around: uh, Do you like? Do I? What, like how do you? How do you feel do about I the feel? beard situation? Okay. Um, so you're better off placed asking them, okay. answering this. I, I can relate because there was a time when I really didn't like your beard. Yeah. Okay. In fact, when I met you back when we met in 1996 1996 you were almost 19 years old and um to your credit you've always been able to grow a pretty impressive facial hair thing yeah um and you at that time had a goatee do you remember that you had the goatee for quite a long time yeah i wouldn't do that again um but i think it was because you you got quite ill in fact i think you got meningitis a few months before we met and you couldn't shave because you literally couldn't even lift your arms up yeah and um, and you grew this this beard and you liked it and you shaved it into a goatee and that's what you looked like when we first started going out. And I was kind of okay with that, but then when you shaved, I was much happier. Fast forward a good number of years later and you decided you wanted to grow a full beard. And I was dead against it. I was not happy about it. I didn't like the way you looked at first. It, you just looked scruffy to me and I wasn't happy. But then weirdly, when you shaved that off... Didn't like it. I didn't like it. Didn't like my face. I didn't like seeing your face again. No, I know how that feels. <laughs> I'm not going there. Are you talking about my face? I didn't say a word. Anyway, um, you grew the beard back and it's pretty much been around for, goodness, I don't know, eight years now? Yeah. Something like that? Long or well. Yeah. And I'm now at the point where I like your beard so much. Can't shave it. I, I don't want you to get rid of it. So... From a, a beard owner point of view, sure, right? It is um, for the most part comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate shaving, pretty lazy in the morning, just want to shower and go, right? So that, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like laws of thermodynamics, right? In the winter, it keeps me warm, but in Florida at Disney World, yeah, it keeps my face cool. But it's also very shiny. It, or because, <laughs> right, coming to America so soul glow style, um, because of the moisture in the air in Florida, mm-hmm. like it all condenses on your beard. It's very glistening. Yeah, and you look a bit, you look a bit grabby, don't you? Really, it looks a bit like you're yeah. a bit one of those. Yeah. And I've got a photo of me with um, Rapunzel. No, you always say it's Rapunzel. It's Aurora. Aurora. Yeah. Right. And she's smiling. She looks deeply uncomfortable. But she's worried. Because you're really sweaty. And you look a bit weird. It looks a bit, yeah. I look like, yeah. Yeah, we won't go there. No. I think we can just leave that to the imagination. So that's the thing. So you need to like, you know, like pat down the old um, moisture. Do you do that when you go in the the loos, when you're walking around like World Showcase or something, to just like get some paper towels? Well, do you know what they've done? It's because they've used those Dyson like air blade things. Mm -hmm. I can't get my face in it. Just like hang your beard over the a little, top. little bit in it. Yeah. But do you know how weird that looks if you're bent over in a, in a toilet? Yeah. With your face bobbing. Above the air bobbing dryer. In, in, yeah, and you've just got your that. chin, you're chinning the air dryer. <laughs> and like, it's when you've got a queue of guys behind you just bend back, right, mate? And you just, yeah. 
Especially when you're British and they're all American. They're like, what? 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Oh, no, I don't do that. But you can just, you know. Pat it dry. Pat it dry. We've got those fans now as well that we picked up from John Lewis last year that can dry it off nicely. Yeah. They're a bit pointless. Really I love that John Lewis fan. Anyway. Um, so that's that. Is that I that think, section? I think we've covered that, that now. So can we like, like move on to... Get into the meat like, and bones of this End of podcast. section. Yes. Um, so, as I said before, um, we were going to talk about a lottery win Disney trip or just... Everyone. How, how we would do Disney differently... Have if we won? won the lottery. I'm sorry to say we haven't won the lottery. Well, to, to be honest, we have won the lottery several times. Yes. Just not the jackpot. Just like, you know, five quid. Yeah, or nine pounds. Or a free lucky dip. Do we get that often? Yeah, well, we don't do we do not do regular lottery, the, the UK one, because that's like pap. We, we do Euro Millions. Euro Millions. Take the money from all the Europeans quickly. Yes, yes before we leave. Are we week. still going to be able to do Euro Millions when we get, like, do the older... Oh, yeah. After Brexit. I'm sure we will. Yeah, Cash money, yeah, exactly. Anyway, crack on. Um, so obviously, how we do Disney now and how we how we've done Disney historically is obviously always directed by the kind of budget you have. Um, you know, our very first Disney trip uh, was partial on-site, partial off-site. Then we've kind of done trips to moderates because that was like the maximum of our budget. Then we had one year in 2015 where we splurged and stayed at Wilderness Lodge. Uh, for the very first time, but we got that on a discount because the whole place was covered in scaffolding because they were building Copper Creek, which we bought. Which we ended up buying after that. And then, and then now, yeah, now we're DBC members, so our budget's slightly different, and how we spend our money slightly different. And I, that, that's just the case for everyone. You operate within your budget. So if your budget was quite literally unlimited, how would you do it differently, right? You're asking me. Well. Yeah, I mean, what what sort of things do you think you would do? I've I've made a list of things I would like to do. Uh, do you want to start then? Because I I'd probably be really different to you. Would you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, oh, here here how I would spend my money, and if you have any different, then let me know. All right. Okay. I will. So, um, I think one of the like, say we won the lottery, right? I'm yeah. not going back to work. Okay. No. They're just not even bothering, right? Who's won it? Have you won it, or have I won it? We've won it. That's not how it works. It is exactly how it Tickets works. Tickets are not in joint names. Just saying. Our DVC membership is in joint names. Yeah, but if I've won the lottery, <laughs> you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. I'm not going back to work. First thing I'm doing is booking a holiday at Disney World. I'm going straight there. Okay. So I'm going to go to the Grand Floridian. Are you? Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, come on, it's the Grand Floridian. I've no, never not. stayed there. That's not what I'm doing. Of course, I could use my DVC points to stay there one time, but it's going to be maxing out my DVC points now. So, of course, if I've got the money, I'm going to go and stay there. I'm going to the Four Seasons. So, when... No, that's, here's the thing. I don't think I'd want to stay at the Four Seasons. Do you know where I'm going? Where? Gaylord Palms. <laughs> you are not going to Gaylord Palms. I'm going to Gaylord Palms. <laughs> you are not. I am. You're going to a, like a Best Western on iDrive. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Four Seasons. Uh-huh. Because right? if you've got all the money, you don't care, right? Don't give them monkeys. I'm going to go to the Four Seasons and I'm going to spend like the first week going to all like the golf courses. <laughs> what? Right? Right? And just... Play every shot with a great big like wood, right? The biggest club I could find. They're gonna kick you off those golf courses. No, I'm into, I'm like saying in a suite. I'm like their best customer, right? And I'm just gonna smash balls everywhere <laughs> for like a week. 
I'm going to the Grand Floridian. Go on then. Okay. And so I was That's curious. That's so tame. And we're like, this is just, on the lottery. This is how I'm starting. This is how I'm starting. This is just spending the first few pennies, okay? I was curious to know exactly how much it would cost me to stay at the Grand Floridian, right? So I based it on our normal two weeks that we go, which is last week of August, first week of September. Yeah. And I looked at some prices. It is not cheap to stay at Grand Floridian, right? So even if you're going for the just the cheapest, cheapest garden view standard room, it's going to cost you £7,500, which is insane. That's like nearly $10,000 just for the, the, the most basic of basic of basic rooms. You can then go for like a, a theme park view club level room, and that takes you up to just over £13,000. But if you're going to max it out, because you're going to max it out, right? You've just won millions and millions and millions. You could stay in their two-bedroom grand suite. Guess how much that's going to be for those two weeks? £37,000. It's like nearly $50,000. But, like, the thing is, right, I like the Grand Floridian, and I do want to stay there, but I feel like I'd have to tuck my T-shirt in. You would have to tuck your T-shirt in. And I've got a problem with it. You'd have to tie your hair back. Right. I feel like I'd have to wear slacks, and I don't know what slacks are. <laughs> right? And those shoes that have that little bit of leather, like like leather lacing, that goes round like the bit where you put your foot in, and then that's part of like the the, the lace bit. Do are they like like boat shoes or deck shoes? Deck. Or you mean deck shoes? Is that what they are? I think you mean deck shoes. Like, they like is it a moccasin? Kind of. Yes. Right? I I don't like that. Right. That's a- not you. And. I feel like I'd have to wear, like, something with a collar. You could wear, like, a polo T-shirt? No. Why would I, know, I you, don't, do you don't even own one, to be honest. So, uh, I don't know. Are you saying you just feel totally out of place there? Well, no, I, I think I'd have to do it on my hang terms. Hang on, hang on, you're prepared to go and stay at the Four Seasons? But I'm going to do my whole, like, like, I've got all the money so I can be really obnoxious thing and just right. smack golf balls everywhere. Right. That's my thing. Well, maybe you can stay in the Four Seasons and I'll stay at Grand Floridian. <laughs> But I would. I would stay there. I'd also, I'd also really, really like to stay in the presidential suite of the Contemporary. I didn't look at how much that was going to cost. That's going to cost a fortune. But that, it's massive. I think like the presidential suites, I think there's there's a, a number of suites on the very top floor and they are basically like at least quarter of the floor space up there. They're massive. Absolutely massive. How cool would that be? You'd stay there with me, right? You wouldn't feel too out of place in the contemporary no i like the contemporary i'd think if if... yeah and i also wish that that you can't this is the one thing money can't buy i'd want to stay in the cinderella suite in the castle but you can't you can't is it it like the dream suite or it might be the dream suite or it's cinderella themed anyway but you can't you can't pay to stay there you either have to kind of like win it like there was this rumor years ago that disney like would send like a cast member out into the park in Magic Kingdom and they would like pick one family and like grab them and say hey you've won you're, you've been chosen today you're going to stay in the dream suite and that family that's would get like, to stay there that night you, you like you like pay a cast member like to find out who that cast member is and ah, pay them bribery Bri- absolute bribery yeah I don't think I think it's frowned upon I would imagine it's frowned upon Um, but um, it probably does happen if you've got the money, you'd be willing but you know to what? I would, I would club 33 up completely. I would do all of that. But I would want to do the, the, I would do the theme suites, 
So in all the, the, the deluxe resorts, you've got the various themed suites. Yeah, they are. So not just cool. the decent suites, but the, the really stylized ones. So yeah. I would do that. But I think no but I think if I was um if I was like a lottery winner, I don't think I would stay on Disney. What? Be- well because right, like back to the, my earlier point, there's still screamy kids. Even even like rich kids are screamy. Right, right okay. So I don't want any of that. Uh-huh. All right. And so staying on property you're still gonna get that. And you're gonna get people on holiday, right? And and although in hotels that's generally what you get as well, but I, I think yeah, you could avoid a lot of that nonsense. So, You'll yeah. be doing this on your own because there is no way I'm staying outside of the bubble. No way. Right, but- Even when the best I could afford was a moderate for two weeks, I still wasn't staying outside of the bubble. I did one but week. You've, you, but you've made your own bubble. You've made your own bubble. No. You're, you're, the bubble is because you know you've got a couple of weeks or like three weeks or whatever before you go back to work. But if you're not going back to work, you're in a, you're, you're, you've got your own bubble that you just take with you. Oh, hang on a minute. I, I'm talking about like staying in the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary or wherever just for those first few weeks where I decide how's my life going to be now? Is that where you go though? As soon as you won the lottery, you'd go straight to, to Disney? Yes. I'd go to Washington State. No. I'd go and just get a cabin or go to the San Juan Islands and just maybe spend some time in Vancouver. Well, we've talked about that a lot. We would definitely, if we but were lottery that, that, ones, like, we would that, have a property you, out there. If you just won the lottery, you'd need to like get your head around that. And I think like Disney is not the place to get your head around something like oh, that. Oh, I don't know. Because you would come away with like 20 suitcases full of pittance knowing that like you can afford it. Oh, but I'd be happy though. But 20 suitcases full of pins. Imagine buying all I could the do pins. that. I could fill... That many suitcases with pins. Uh, it, it could happen. Um, another really cool thing I would do, while I'm saying it at Grand Floridian, uh, is I would do the VIP tour. Do you know what I mean by the VIP tour? It's like the really, really expensive, privately guided tour. So I yeah. looked online, yeah. okay, because I want to be sure exactly how much this costs. So it is $425 an hour for a minimum duration of seven continuous hours for up to ten guests it's not cheap but you basically get to plan your whole day you get to go around as many parks as you can fit in you skip all the lines and yeah. uh, so you get to go on loads of rides you get to see little areas of, of kind of backstage that you wouldn't normally get to see mm. um it's a witcher it's <laughs> That's not Disney. Um, the way Disney puts it in their little spiel on their website is the ability to enjoy some of your favourite attractions efficiently. I love how that stays, they say that you just get to skip the lines. But yeah, that's what you get. You also get kind of VIP sitting areas for parades, if you want to see shows, that kind of thing. So it's all just like super, super VIP treatment. Um, if you've ever seen a group of people walking around with one of those cast members in the like tartan waistcoat, best yeah. things... That's what that is. I just thought they were Scottish. No, they're not Scottish. Uh-huh. That job, apparently, to be one of those VIP tour guys is a very coveted job. There's not many of them. Um, and you have to fight off a lot of competition to get to that. From what I gather, if you're one of those tour guides, you've made it as a Disney cast member. It would be a really cool job. I mean, you're probably taking around, you know, business people most of the time. But you're going to have, like, celebrities and film stars and... TV stars and music stars, that kind of thing. It has the potential to be a really good job. Would you pretend to be like a, a, a movie star or something if you did it? Yeah, that would be fun. 
And I'd like to see the kind of look on the cast members' faces. They were trying to work out where they'd seen me. Yeah. You could just say, you could say, oh, I was, um, I was Chewbacca in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, all five foot two of me. Yeah. Yeah. Not you, you were an Ewok. Oh, okay, yeah, of course, yeah. Or Yoda. You <laughs> yes. could be baby Yoda, probably. I could be baby Yoda. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The funny thing is these tours, you know what, you don't actually have to be a lottery winner to do them. Um, you know, first off, if you're prepared to part with that kind of money, um, then good luck to you. But there's also actually a Facebook group uh, for people that want to do this tour and just want to split the cost with some other people. So that would mean doing the tour with a random group of strangers. Nope. Not for you. No, I don't like strangers. You do know there's going to be strangers on our Keys to the Kingdom tour, though. Oh, I know. But maybe we can get them locked in a utility door on like the first half an hour. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, you would have to share it. And um, and people do do it. In fact, I know, I know one or two people that have done it and say it was really, really good. But I would, um, as a lottery winner, I would just pay just for us to do it on our own. Because you can. Can we have, can we like bring someone with us, like a friend of ours? And I'll I'll speak in a made-up language. Right. That, but like, the friend will be in on it and they will translate whatever they want to say that I'm saying. Right. But my language will be completely made up. It was just for fun. Just to, yeah, just to see this cast member go along with it. The, the, you know, the purpose of doing this tour is to enjoy all the expertise that this cast member has to so, offer. So you're misunderstanding the whole point of winning the lottery. You're misunderstanding the point of winning the lottery. It right? is not to ridicule you, you, other you people. Want, you want to just still obey, uh, like, like obey all the rules and go and live life normally. I want to smash balls. Around. I hate golf. Right, so I want to. I want to cause chaos on a golf course. Right. Right. For all these people that have gone on golfing holidays. Right. And then I want to speak a made-up language. Why not? Why not have fun with it? Well, I just don't know that that's fun. Maybe it's fun. Well, it's fun for me. But I grew up watching Jackass. Yeah. Oh, no. See, no, I can't watch Jackass. Jumping in I hate watching Jackass. It just makes me cringe. Here's something else. All right. Yes, we've already done this. We've been married for 20 years. But people love the idea of getting married at Disney World, yeah? Uh Yeah. What, 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 no, 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 what? Oh, why? I don't get it. What? Getting married at Disney World is like the ultimate fairy tale wedding. Yeah, but it's but it's not though. We've spoken about this before and you just peaked. Like, there's nowhere to go from that. You're, you're like, if you get married at Disney World, like, like, if you're going to, if you're going to get married at Disney World, get married outside that, that tatty gift shop with the big wizard face. Right? That's not a good thing. Right? And then, and then, then go and have your buffet at Peter Rizzo, right? That's it. Because right, you're at Disney World, you can enjoy the magic, but you've kept it low, low brow. If you get married, like outside the castle, and have all that nonsense going on, like all of your marriage is gonna be just shit compared to that, because that's like the best thing ever. So you're never gonna beat that. So every day you're talking about setting the standard too high. Yeah, every day is just gonna be just. Oh, well, I, it's look, never as good. I have looked at some of the venues on offer, right, in Disney World. Because actually, you can get married in a whole bunch of places across Disney World. And they do go from the absolutely spectacular to the unbelievably mediocre. So maybe, in amongst those packages that are on offer, you can see them. There's like a specific website. You could choose one of those mediocre ones. And then we could find a compromise. No, because I think uh, the mediocre ones would still be like too too up there. Okay, well, they hit- do it in the car park of an IHOP. Like you know, if you if you've got to be at, uh, on holiday in Disney, then do that. 
and then go and have fun at Disney. But if you do it all Disneyed up, like like the rest of your life is just going to be poo compared to that. Like you you're, you're going to last. 18 months. I give No months. one is getting married in the car park of an IHOP. Well, I would because I like IHOP. You might have to find somebody else to marry. If you could, like... I would have IHOP cater what any kind of party or reception. I mean, they, I like they, they are good at the food. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Better than Pizza Rizzo. Definitely better than Pizza Rizzo. But that's what I'm saying. Go to Pizza Rizzo. It'll be rubbish. It'll be really bad. But you know you're happy because you're married and you're at Disney, but your standards you you've like you've not peaked. Okay, I have looked at the venues on offer. Yeah. Right, I've picked some out there that, that that are worth considering. I've also picked some that are quite frankly unbelievable to me that you that people would want to get married in these situations. But you know, to each his own. Um, I think the most mediocre venue on offer yeah. is the Coronado Springs Resort Ballrooms. Which are basically just conventional halls without windows. It's like getting married in a box with jazzy carpet because it's all like that old style Coronado decor. But like most people get married and like and do it in like a village hall and stuff, don't they? Well, I just well this is the thing. If you're paying to get married in Disney, why would you why would you pay to get married in a hotel ballroom that looks like any other hotel ballroom? To me, that's just like why? Why would you do that? I would definitely not do that. I would also not get married in the Norway loft on the that, World Showcase. Right, that's one that I could do. Right. Why wouldn't you get married in the Norway pavilion? Well, it's not in the Norway pavilion. It's in the loft. So it's basically right, upstairs but, but, in the building. But is that in the pavilion? Technically, yes. So it's like but it's like Viking theme. You could have like everyone dressed as Vikings. Yeah, but I think in in that room, it just looks like any other room. It doesn't. It, I don't think it's themed. But you could decorate it. Are we still? Have we still won the lottery? Yeah. How did we get on to getting married from winning the lottery? Because you would pay for a, a wedding ceremony at Disney World if you won the lottery. Right. Okay. I'd Even marry the... you again for that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get married again. Do you not? Not That's to a me. Faff. It's a faff. I'd still do it. But if you if you went there, right, you could all dress as Vikings. No, I'm not doing it. There, there was another one. Or from Frozen. Frozen-themed fancy dress. Who yeah. are you? Who are you going to be? Olaf. I'm not marrying you. Um, you can get married in the coral reef restaurant in front of the tanks with all the sea creatures in, which, like, if you're a marine biologist... Maybe, but for anyone else... Or, or... No. What if you just work in, like, an aquarium shop selling, like, fish? And it's your dream to get married in front of the, the tanks in Why, why not get married in the tank? So, like, like a scuba wedding. I bet that's so been done at Disney. if you have all of your guests in the restaurant sat at the table... Watching you through the glass. They're, they're eating their meal. Okay, now I'm, and you now get I'm intrigued. in the tank. But, honestly, I bet people have done that. But I, that, I wouldn't that be surprised. Works. So I'd do that. That kind of works. I'll give you that. The most boring location I think I found of all, apart from the view, is the General Motors Lounge at Epcot, which is upstairs above Test Track. So you're looking at Spaceship Earth. That's kind of cool. But if you've seen what that room looks like, it's just an empty room. But like every like like fifteen or twenty seconds during your vows, okay. you'll go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but, yeah that would be that'd that be would now. Be but there are some really, really cool places to get married, right? Really, really cool. And I would choose any of these. Um, you can get married at the American Adventure Pavilion. That'd be cool. Can you could we can you have um like Voices of Liberty do a bit of singing? Well, basically that space where Voices of Liberty sing, yeah. that's where they do the reception. So they clear all of that out and not oh, there's much to clear there, and um set up all your tables and so you have your reception in that building, in that space. And that to me, I think particularly because I love that pavilion a lot, that would be amazing. I'd and want, if I could have them sing, that'd be amazing. I'd want I'd want like like a civil war themed. Right. Could you have like like the Grimm's family dresses like the North <laughs> and the Bri- the Bryce family dresses the South. And they all attack each other. Well, no. What? That happens later. Okay, okay. Yeah, That's okay, just the yeah. normal part of married life. Yeah. But, but yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I don't know. Is it too soon? I just wouldn't do that. I just want to get married there. I don't want people to dress up. Um, What's wrong with... What is wrong? You've just won the lottery and you just want to live a normal life. I want people in fancy dress. I want crazy shit going on. Oh, oh. Would you have like a war reenactment? <laughs> like with people playing dead, people playing like with their legs blown off and that kind of thing? Maybe. I'd want um, it officiated by the Muppets. Okay. Like Liberty Square. Yeah. I want, that would be I want, fun. I want Fozzie doing the... If you won the lottery, you could actually pay, surely, like if you if money was an object, you could pay to have Disney characters attend your wedding. I'd, I'd want to get married in Liberty Square with the Muppets officiating. With, with, I, want, I want Fozzie... Doing the service. Yeah. Or Sam Eagle. Fozzie. Fozzie. Yeah. And who would, um, who would our bridesmaids be? Uh, the chickens. Oh, you're just sticking with Muppets? Well, yeah, why wouldn't... Why, why are you trying to mix it up? Well, I might have a few Disney princesses as my bridesmaids. Or maybe uh, that, I they probably that, That's the last thing you'd want to do. <laughs> I'd feel quite out of place. Yeah. Yeah, no, maybe that's yeah, I, I would. I would only have to stick with the Muppets <laughs> and be thankful. <laughs> okay. Because um, some of those chickens... Uh, well, compared to me... <laughs> Um, I would like to get married at the Japan Pavilion. You can get married in the gardens. They set up all the seating in the gardens at the Japan Pavilion. No. I love it there. You love it there. I don't know why oh, you I know, but all the drumming that. going on and... No. I'd have no drums. I, no. But I, w- I would like that. Um, but my most favourite place that I would like to get married, and I didn't even know you could do this, it's mm. so cool. You can get married in the Tower of Terror courtyard at night time in Hollywood Studios. So in the courtyard of the Tower of Terror Hotel, which I think is kind of where the exit is, if you're riding the ride, um, you get married an hour and a half after park closing. So the park's all empty. It's nighttime. It's dark. You've got the the hotel all lit up, looking kind of creepy style. And it would just be so cool. I don't get it. Why? It's really cool. But I I don't get the getting married at Tower of Terror Hotel. Like... I don't, I don't get what the theme would... Like, a Haunted Mansion, that'd be awesome. That's not on offer, but that would be awesome. Like, that would be so cool. Um, and, yeah, oh, that's what I would do. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I would like that. I was really sad to see that wasn't on offer, but it, it's not, you can't do it. 
Um, the one thing that I think everybody wants to do, um, and certainly is one of the more popular choices, is getting married in front of the actual castle in Magic Kingdom. It is an option. It's ridiculously expensive. You have to get married at quarter past eight in the morning. That's the only time of day that they'll do it. There's a $25,000 ceremony fee. Uh, and for that, you get obviously the use of the location. You get upgraded chairs, whatever that means. Uh, a sound system, greenery package. Uh, a string trio. Is that like medical marijuana? No. Uh. I think that's just flowers. I don't know. That's what they call it now. No. <laughs> a greenery package. <laughs> you get a string trio, and this is the coolest thing. You get the use of the main street vehicles for your wedding party. That's kind of cool. Yeah. No, but it's not my first choice. Yeah, you're really no. That's the wrong way to go about. I getting feel married. like I feel like we wouldn't be able to agree on. A, a, a wedding ceremony package location, which we're it, already married, so... Oh, there's no need to do it again. I'm not doing it again. Oh, but it'd be so cool. Um, no, I, I would... I would I wouldn't even be staying there. Because if I just won the lottery, I'd be buying a house of Golden Oaks. Yes, we would buy a house of Golden Oaks. Well, this is the thing. I would, I would quit my job, fly to Florida check into Grand Floridian and the next day I would go over to Golden Oaks and choose myself a house. Do you know what? I think we saw Golden Oaks driving around on the buses for a couple of years not having a clue what that place was. Uh. But basically it is like the one place where you can actually live at Disney World. It's like a private gated community. in Lake Buena Vista. Yes. And it's, it's right next to the Four Seasons Hotel. Um, yeah. Well, because they have... They have- Four Seasons houses, as well as like the Golden Oaks Disney house. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what the 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 kind of notes I've made are really just on the Golden Oaks houses. Yeah, I mean it's the same deal. It's the same deal, but you have um like a Four Season kitchen. So you have like a main kitchen. You have a separate like little kitchen, where like the staff from Four Seasons will come over and bring food and. If you're doing like a prep it all up, yeah, they prep it all up in this little kitchen. And then you go and get it and act all smug like you just made it. If they're bringing it to my special kitchen, I'd kind of want to bring it to the table. Well, I'd rather have my own employees. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair dues. Um, to purchase don't a speak house... English. Why? Because it'd make it more fun. I don't have a chat. <laughs> just tell them you don't have a chat. No, but it's easier, isn't it? Like, even Picard's got, like, Vulcans. Oh, in that... that, that... Episode we watched the other night. Yeah. They were, were they Scottish? Were they Scottish Vulcans? I don't think that's a thing. I swear, anyway. Like, that isn't, that cannot be a thing. All right, let's get back on topic. Buying a house at Golden Oak. They Can we move on from Scottish Vulcans? I... Yes, I'm moving us on. I'm moving us on. Mm. The houses start at $2 million. And Which isn't a lot. It doesn't it's, seem a lot, does it? Like, to buy a, a Disney property in a gated community. Not when it's going to cost you 50 grand to stay at Grand Floridian for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they they start around two million. They go to around about six million. Now you can either buy ones that are already built, and that's kind of standard. That's not all Gucci and them up inside because you can do stupid things. Oh yeah, so you can like spend the big, big, big bucks, and you can have that house built exactly the way you want, themed like, how you stupid want. Stupid stuff. I mean, there's some YouTube you videos where they've done some it. crazy shizzle in there. Like there yeah. are some amazing YouTube videos out there of some of these houses, and yeah. some of them are kind of just you know quite normal, kind of you know expensively decorated but quite normal and then there's a few out there that are like super themed really really cool kind of and i get the feeling that we would kind of go down that route and we would have some but super you know, a lot areas. of people have them looking like like 
the only way I can describe it is like a movie drug dealer's mansion. You know? Yeah, there are a couple like that. And it's very similar in South Wales, where people <laughs> with money in South Wales and they buy those big houses, they always have like 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 Grecian kind of pillars. Yes. And like bits of like fake marble and or real might have real marble, they might have really made it. Yes. I But I, it's that kind of look. In like South Wales and Florida has a similar thing. The, the, it's the Grecian columns thing. And not everyone I, in South Wales. No. Just those that... No, no, no. My, my, my dad lives in South Wales and I remember he rented a property when I was probably around the age of 11 that had these massive Grecian columns out the front. They just did not fit the rest of the house at all. The rest of the house was just a normal kind of UK house. That's weird, isn't it? But it just kind of had this weird porch area on the front. I know what you mean. But not in Southern Ireland, though. Because in, in Ireland, in Ire, or in Southern Ireland, whatever... Um, everyone lives in a bungalow they all have bungalows I was shocked when I spent like you know did my little bike tour yeah that was um, uh, I've that never was seen yeah. as like, as many bungalows as I've seen in Ireland anyway uh, you're right off topic now but gold notes yeah that's what I'd do we, so we would we would kit our house out exactly how we want we theme it exactly how we want um, and once you've paid your money you do have to pay like annual um, you homeowners it. association fees but the amenities of actually living at Golden Oak are actually amazing. I mean, it, it is literally living at Disney World as if you are a Walt Disney World resort guest permanently. So you'll get access to extra magic hours at the parks, just like you were saying in a hotel. Um, and you can have any merchandise that you buy in Disney Springs or any of the gift shops. You can just have it delivered back do to you know your I house. I'd have all the people that work for me uh-huh. dress in, like, like, Star Wars Imperial, like... In the uniforms. Would you do your house Star Wars style? No. I just want all the people I have working for me in Imperial uniforms. Right. That's right, So the grey officer uniforms, some stormtroopers. Like, I want my gardeners to be stormtroopers. Right. Like, yeah, how cool would that be? Okay. And the pool guy will be, like, one of the sand people. No, how is that Imperial? They're, like, a... a... I thought you just meant different kinds of Star Wars. No, uh, Imperial officers. Exclusively Imperial. Yeah. Yeah, so you you just stick with the ranking structure and everything. Right. I don't like And every time I, like, point my finger, like, my hand at them, (laughs) I want them to pretend to be choked. (laughs) Whenever they do something wrong, I'm just going to do that that, that open hand grip (sighs) sign at them so they know they've done something wrong and they have to pretend to be choked. No one's going to take these jobs. No one. Well, they will, because I pay really well. We'll, we'll have a laugh about it afterwards, but right, yeah. they've got to stay in character. You just threaten them with death every day. Yeah, not um, real death, fake death. You'll also get um, discounted rates for Walt Disney World Golf. So you can just I, crack on and be it, it, to be honest, a bit of an arse. I've probably been banned by this, this point. This is probably true, yeah. Because I've spent the first two weeks Messing smashing balls everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that that's by the by. Um, this is a weird one. You get access to Disney Vacation Club lounges like Top of the World Lake at Bay, uh, Top of the World at Bay Lake Tower, yeah. um, which I don't know. It just seemed weird to me, but yeah. So you can go to that one. I guess that means you get to go to the one in the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot as well, mm. um, and you also get access to things like Moonlight Magic, which is another DVC thing. Um, you also get, and this is kind of where it gets really cool. So you get full cast member concierge services. So this is just like living in a Disney resort, but it's your house. You get transportation to the parks. If you've ever seen those little white, un, um, they're just plain white minivans that pick up um, from the bus stops yeah. with no signage, no logos or anything. 
that's what that is it tends yeah. to be golden oak um and then you get basically just like tickets so you get disney tickets for yourself for your family for people that come and stay with you um and they have just amenities on site so it's like a clubhouse and a pool and a gym and all that kind of stuff it's just it's like being on a disney vacation permanently and honestly i think i could live that way and be very happy but see, and this is what I couldn't do though, because you would live there and do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would only want to go to Disney for like, you know, maybe four weeks at a time and then go somewhere else and then come back maybe a couple of months later and then go somewhere else. Because, like, it would, for me, it would ruin, it would, Disney would get ruined by being there all the time. And you see it, you see it with like, like vloggers that are like constant Disney vloggers. Like they spend their like like for them like adventure is trying a new cookie, right? And I don't want that to be my life. Sure. Right. I, and I I want to every time I walk through those Disney gates, I want to be wowed and amazed and feel like a little child. I don't want to go in there every day and be like, uh, yeah, and you know, what's this? I think what's different right. today? Oh, they've released a new cookie. I think for us, a new rice krispie treat. Yeah, no, for us, no, I'm not doing that. going there and, 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 and a big part of what we get out of going there the way that we do currently is that it is a massive departure from everyday life. And in all honesty, if we were lottery winners, we probably wouldn't live at Disney World. I'm not ruling out getting an, a Golden Oak property. I probably would. But I'd probably also have a house here in the UK, probably have another house in the States and I'd want to set up some businesses. So I would have a life outside of like my Disney life. Um, and there'll be times where I want to take a break from that. And that's when I would go and stay at my Golden Oak property and, and just live Disney for four, six, maybe eight weeks at a time. I'm going to have a log cabin in Washington state. I'll go there with you. I'm going to have a recording studio there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to spend my life just riding around on a Harley wherever I want to go that sounds like a lot of stress you're really going to have to, to how is that a lot of stress take, take that riding, break to Disney World I'm just riding and then stopping when I want to just have a burger and go to sleep that sounds fun it does sound fun well, that's what I would do there's one more thing I go think on. we would do if we were lottery winners and that would be to join Club 33 yeah that just would have to be done do you, right? have, to, do you have to tuck your shirt in there as well I would imagine you do I'm not doing it what if it's Hawaiian night no one tucks in a Hawaiian shirt. I think That's you can true. Wear... Nobody tucks in a Hawaiian shirt. No. I just wear Hawaiian shirts. Oh, well, do that then. I think you'd get away with that. I mean, it costs $33,000 to join. Easy. Okay. So, pocket change out of, out of a big... Yes, a lot cheaper than DVC. Um, we should have done that. What do we do DVC for? We should just join Club oh, because Because it's not just $33,000. There are annual dues. Okay. And DVC... As annual dues. Yes, but the Club 33 annual dues are $15,000 a year. Yeah, that's not, a lot of money. It's, it's That's 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> but you get amazing things, right? So as a Club 33 member, you get a premier passport for yourself, your spouse, and any children under the age of 26, which is a really weird age. If you've got children that are 25, you're then doing you need to reevaluate your parenting skills. <laughs> You also get basic premier passport perks, 50 one-day park hopper tickets, five day-long VIP guided tours, and that's the tour that costs $425 an hour 
So that's amazing. Um, you get an undisclosed number of instant fast pass plus reservations. So you just get to skip the lines on everything you want to go on. Um, you get private concierge services. You get access to all four Club 33 lounges found at Walt Disney World. And when you add all those up, you kind of break it down by their monetary value. It comes to a total of $25,375. So when you're paying $15,000 a year in annual dues, you're kind of saving 10 grand. Or you could just eBay all of that stuff. Yeah. And you'll be quids in. But you're a millionaire. You don't need it. Oh, fair do. Yeah. So why, why does it even matter what it costs? Well, I'm just saying. It's just even if you're a millionaire, if you're saving some money, it's kind of nice to feel like you've saved some money, right? Yeah, maybe. I would feel like that. But yeah, I would really, really like to join Club 33. I think there's there's not one person who goes to Disney World and walks past those Club 33 lounges and sees the special doorbell and the magic band scanner thing and just thinks, I wish, I wish I could go. That's why we booked club level at Universal. Yeah, it's, just our, for that, it's the, our own version. The two days of feeling special when really you've just spent an extra $100 a night. Yes, yes, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Yeah, for $100 a night to get club level, because mm. that's all it is, and you get all your food and alcoholic drinks and, and express pass and stuff for three people. Yeah, it's a good deal. So ultimately, I think if we were lottery winners, it would change how we do Disney. Well, essentially, from to the sounds of things, we're going to split up because you're going to live in Disney yeah. and marry someone in front of the castle. No, in front of Tower of Terror. All right. And I'm going to be in Washington. Yeah. State. Not so, DC. Are you saying then perhaps it's probably best we don't win the lottery? Mm. I didn't say I that. I mean, we've not been very good at it this far, so... Unless our, our chances improve. What's this space? We'll going as we, as we are. If you don't hear another podcast from us, you know what happened. <laughs> but yeah, I've enjoyed that. Um, I think the coming up, we've got lots more different topics to talk about. We, right, right. I'm not inviting anyone over anymore. Okay. Right, because they've mugged me off so far, so they're not invited anymore. But they can redeem themselves by sending me an email. Yeah, so, yeah. I want, I want some questions. Because you get all the questions on Instagram. I do. Right? And, and I'm not on it. And I'm, I'm not going to be on it. And you can't make me. But I can get emails. So send me some emails. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, and specifically well, get in touch with Scott. Is this the outro? Scott, Are we outroing? This is outro. Let's outro now. Okay, now. then you can email Scott specifically Scott at email at charltonsdodisney.com what is that address again Scott? it is email at charltonsdodisney.com uh, so yes you will get hold of Scott at that please ask us anything for next week's podcast for any of your podcasts in the future uh, if you've got um, any opinions I'd, I'd or... like really bizarre weird random questions really weird like really weird really weird yeah you've laid down that challenge um but also if you've got any ideas for how you would do disney differently if you were a lottery winner i would like to hear that on there too uh, in the meantime you can catch up with us on instagram where you will find us at charlton's do disney you can also find us on twitter where we are at charlton's do dis d-i-s um and you can catch up with uh vlogs and videos and bits and pieces over at youtube as well um if you haven't already subscribed 
subscribe to this podcast then I would like to invite you to do so now and if you have the option to leave us a review particularly if you listen on Apple Podcasts please please Apple Podcast listeners you you account for almost half of people listening to this podcast you could just go and leave us a, a review is that two people no it's more than it's a lot more than two people um, but please leave us a review write a review just let us know what, what you're liking feedback is a good thing and it helps us make this podcast bigger and better um, but no bad feedback no bad feedback what, no no maybe you know as long as you're nice about it um, but who yeah. wants bad feedback constructive criticism mm, no we're doing this for free right yeah we are to be honest yeah. just be nice just, just be, be nice be grateful um, I think that'll do it for this week guys uh, we will catch you on the next one it's been good to kick off season 2 and I look forward to doing this again with you next week Scotty yeah see you then guys